Hello, and welcome to the Fear into Faith Global Bible Revival. We're reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just 52 weeks. If you're new joining us today, welcome and enjoy the reading. Be sure to head over to BibleRevival.tv to sign up for our free newsletters where we share the reading assignments for that week. Join us as we get 100,000 people together to read the Bible cover to cover. So why don't you join me right now as we get into today's reading. Luke 1. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled amongst us, just as they were handed down to us by those who were the first eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, the most excellent Theophilus, so that you might know the certainty of the things that you have been taught. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. Once when Zachariah's division was on duty and he was serving as a priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zachariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he was great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day that this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zachariah and wondering why he was staying so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple because he kept making signs for them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. And at after this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months re remained in seclusion 
the Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favour and taken away my disgrace amongst the people. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting is this. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, because I'm a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her own old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is now in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill of the country of Judea. When she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you amongst women and blessed is the child that you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has, full, who has believed that the Lord would fulfill her promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their th thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but he has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for around three months and then returned home. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbours and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her a great mercy and they shared in her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child and they were going to name him after his father, Zachariah. 
But his mother spoke up and said, no, he is to be called John. They said to her, there is no one amongst your relatives who has that name. They made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, his name is John. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue set free and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbours were filled with awe and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard it wondered about it, asking, what then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of the servant David. And he has said through his holy prophets long ago, salvation from our, from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant the oath he swore to our father Abraham, and to enable us to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called prophet of the Most High, for you will go on to prepare the Lord, before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people knowledge of salvation through forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to, to us from heaven to shine on those living in the darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. And the child grew up and became strong in spirit and he lived in the wilderness until he publicly appeared to Israel. Chapter 2 in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He was there with, to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to a firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you great news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, singing praises to God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven 
and on earth peace to those who his favor rests. When the angels had left and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has just told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they said, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning all that had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there is a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went out into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, the glory of your people Israel. And the child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own heart too. There was a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Peniel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old and she had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but she worshipped day and night, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Mary and Joseph had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was on him. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival, according to the custom. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they travelled on for a day. 
Then they began to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know that I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favour with God and man. Luke chapter 3. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Ituria and Trachontis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Cephasus, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the wilderness. He went into all the country around Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaac the prophet, Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him, Every valley shall be filled in, and every mountain and hill made low. The crooked road shall become straight, and the rough paths may become smooth, and all people will see God's salvation. John said to the crowds coming out to be baptised by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the foot of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then? The crowd asks. John answered, anyone who has two shirts should share with the one who has none. Anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came out to be baptised. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you're required to do, he told them. And then some soldiers asked, what should we do? He replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptise you with water, but there is one who, who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptise you with a Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear the threshing floor and to gather up the wheat of his barn into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. 
But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other he, evil things that he had done, Herod had this to them all, and he locked John up in prison. When all the people were being baptised, Jesus was baptised too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came to heaven, you are my son whom I love. I am well pleased. Now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought, of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Mathap, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Mattathias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esli, the son of Nagai, the son of Maath, the son of Mattathias, the son of Semain, the son of Josek, the son of Jodah, the son of Joannan, the son of Risa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melchi, the son of Adai, the son of Kosam, the son of Elmadam, the son of Er, the son of Joshua, the son of Eliezer, the son of Jorim, the son of Mathat, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonam, the son of Eliakim, the son of Melia, the son of Mena, the son of Matatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Nation, the son of Aminibad, the son of Ram, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serub, the son of Ru, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Aphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Chapter four. So Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days and at the end of them, he was hungry. The devil said to him, if you're the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. 
the devil left, led him up to a high place and showed him all in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to them, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It is being given to me and I can give it to anyone I want. If you will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down because it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike a foot against a stone. And Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and news about him through, spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up and on the Sabbath day he went to the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began to say to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? they asked. Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this, Proverbs, this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, do here in your hometown what we have heard you've done in Capernaum. Truly I tell you, he continued, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time, when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah wasn't sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath, in the region of Sidon, and there were many people in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet none of them were cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, they drove him out of the town and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Then he went down to Capernaum a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. In the synagogue there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out the top of his voice, Go away! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. All the people were amazed and said to each other, 
what words are these? With authority and power, he gives orders to impure spirits and they come out. And news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever and Simon's mother, and they asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over and rebuked the fever and it left her. She got up at once and she started to wait on them. At sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who had varying kinds of sickness and laying his hands on each one of them, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people shouting, you are the son of God, but he rebukes them and he would not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Messiah. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him and when they came to him, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Well, that concludes our reading for today. We hope today's message spoke to you. Today's reading was made possible by the Fear and Faith Store and support of listeners like you. Remember to head over to BibleRevival.tv to purchase merch, access more resources, check out other interviews, as well as all the previous recordings. 